And the Mets obviously made an announcement today. They are retiring the numbers of Dwight Gooden and Daryl Strawberry. Uh, and they're doing it separately, too. And I saw this. I, I, I forget who I saw this on Twitter from. That it was important to the Mets to do it on on different. different uh, was it Howie? Yeah, Howie announced. Or Howie was talking about how it was important to do it on different nights and have two separate nights for them because they were linked through the documentary. And because they're the faces, or at least the young, homegrown faces, of that 86 team and that mid to late 80s team that was so beloved and so talented and was the team of the city, uh, that they were faces of that as two young, homegrown, the pitcher, the power hitter, uh, arguably the best power hitter in franchise history until, I guess, you know, um, now we're seeing Alonzo and, and Piazza, but uh, arguably the best position player in Met history for a long time and certainly one of the best homegrown, you know, uh, right. But for years it's been it's been Doc and Daryl. And so to do it on separate nights is is worthy. And listen, they're well worthy of it. I mean, we know all the accolades. Dwight Gooden, I mean, I we weren't around for it. In 1984, I was a year old, not even during that baseball season. I mean, he was electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. I mean, we know I have to always follow it's electric. Boogie, woogie. I told you this. Even when I say it, I'm a weird guy. But, I mean, he he would take the mound. I mean, he was the beginning. Remember, we had Harvey Day. We even, on some level, had the Grom Day, although you guys never appreciated him. And now we got another story with that. I'll get into a minute. But, like, he was the first must-watch. I mean, he came up as a young kid and took Major League Baseball by storm. I mean, his curveball, his fastball, he was unhittable. And his 1984 season is, you know, and 1985 seasons, that stretch there, he was incredible. And he was an absolute fan favorite. And he's become kind of a personal favorite because of his struggles and because of his demons. And we feel bad for him. And, you know, the stories from whether it's missing the parade or obviously all the struggles he's had since. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's uh, right now it seems like he's in a good spot and he's just such an easy guy to root for and love and obviously Daryl had issues as well uh, and obviously left in, at where he still was kind of at the top he didn't fade the way Doc faded uh, at least right away before leaving he goes to the Dodgers San Francisco and then reemerges with the Yankees both Doc and Daryl did and Doc had his moment with a no hitter but Daryl was really a piece. Of of that dynasty uh, coming off the bench uh, and being really imperative to that team and being important to that team, but I mean for those those two guys, the part of that Met team and who they are and what they represent, absolutely without question. I, I'm not knocking them getting this day at all. It should be done. It should have already been done. It's late. They should have already done this. And while the Yankees go too far in the extreme, the Mets have been hesitant. To or I don't I don't know if hesitant, but they've been unwilling to really embrace their history, and it goes back to the Wilpons forever, and the 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 feeling that City Field was more of a shrine to the Dodgers than it was to the Mets. I mean, that's been talked about over and over again. They've made some changes to that. Really, no numbers retired, no celebrating with history. They did away with the Old Timers Day, and the fan base has been clamoring for, and the fan base has been dying for, and the fan base has felt kind of jilted in some ways, about the history of the Mets and wanting to embrace more of the history of the Mets. And I think it's absolutely the right thing to do. But my only problem is, if I'm going to be a little bit of a jerk to rain on parades, which is, I'm just going to do it, Steve Cohen's got that down. I'll give him that. He gets it. 
He understands what this fan base wants. He's a fan himself. And he's recognized that the the actual Met tradition since 1962 has not been adequately embraced. And so retiring some of these numbers, putting Keith Hernandez last year to have now Doc and Daryl to become celebrated this year. Again, Doc will be on April 14th. Strawberry will be on June 1st. Two big days that are going to be big deals around here. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fans are going to be excited to go to those games. They've brought back Old Timers Day on a, hopefully on a, you know, biannual basis or every once in a while, but they did have an Old Timers Day. This is what Steve Cohen does. He brings back the black jerseys. Steve Cohen has got this part of it down. Steve Cohen understands that you guys want to embrace your team. And why shouldn't you? You should. And it's ridiculous that it took a you know a, a fan billionaire owner to come in and recognize that and to embrace it. It's it's been far too long. But if I'm a Met fan, I know that he does this. I'm good with this. I'm happy about this. But I need Steve Cohen to do now something he hasn't been able to do and build a winning team. Like plain and simple. I'm I'm glad he does all this. I'm glad he brings back the black jerseys. I'm glad he built the statue deceiver. I'm glad you're getting these numbers retired. I'm I'm glad about all of it. But I'm still focused on the idea that this offseason has been terrible. And I'm still focused on the idea that, you know, some of the stuff from the general manager made uh, – the the new president of baseball operations, should I say, Stearns, the comments he made yesterday, I think ring hollow. And I heard Evan all day talking about how – it puts him on the hot seat, or not necessarily the hot seat, but you know those are comments to say they're a playoff team. That's something he has to live up to now. I don't, I got, I don't, I didn't get that at all from him. I don't, I don't think he was making some declaration about being a playoff team. And if so, now he's going to be held accountable to those comments. We know what they've done here. We know this rotation's not good enough. We know they're in need of a bat, and they are stopping short of doing what they need to do to secure themselves of being a postseason team. Could it happen? Yeah, it could happen. That everything could break right. I heard Sal talking about how Severino could be the ace of the staff, and if that happens, yeah, you'll feel really good about it. If he's back to being an ace, and you have him as the ace, you have, uh, obviously, Quintana as your number three, Sanga as a you know solid number two. Now you're talking about the top end of a rotation, and who knows? Manaya resorts back to what he was in Oakland or what he was the last four starts of his year last year, and suddenly you feel much better about this rotation and McGill and whoever else is going to be at the back end of it. But, like, right now, this lineup's not good enough, and the idea that Severino is going to revert back to his days of being an ace is just straight up a pipe dream. I mean, it might happen, but you can't count on it. You can't expect it, and you can't look at this team and say that's what's going to happen. And ultimately, they haven't done enough, and I don't understand the game plan. And it's starting to feel like the game plan is, okay, well, listen, we'll give you Daryl and Doc. We'll give you we'll give you black jerseys. We'll give you all the fun stuff. I threw some money at the team. It didn't work out. I'm changing my ways. But here, I'm raising ticket prices, and here's a couple of days we'll celebrate and have some fun. And, you know, you know we'll be good for, you know, re- legitimate bobbleheads, and we'll send you some sort of big screen TV inside your, your season ticket container, and it'll be all great. But ultimately, it's about competing in a division with two of the best teams in the National League in it. And it's about competing inside a National League and getting back to the playoffs and winning a championship and reverting back to the 86 Mets, not just celebrating them. 
And I'm I'm wildly unimpressed with this offseason. And I am I mean there's a plan and then there's things that you do alongside the plan. And I've talked about this forever. Make going to get another bat, adding Solaire or adding JD Martinez doesn't hurt the plan. Adding Turner doesn't hurt the plan. Right? I I I'm I'm okay with the plan. But you have to supplement it. And they've done nothing. And those comments about we expect to field, they, I mean, they might say it. And as far as like, you know, the idea that they're going to be upheld to it, no one's going to, no one, you think this guy who's come in now and told you the fans to temper your enthusiasm, but hey, we expect to be a playoff team. If they fall short, you think they're going to, what are they going to tell you? How disappointed they are? Sure, maybe. Not They won't be in that room disappointed because this guy has come in and he's going to run the team in his image. And right now, that's taking a pause, assessing the franchise, seeing where they are, seeing what makes sense, and then moving forward, hopefully, with some young kids. And he talked about he believes in yet letting the young kids play, and, and that's fine. I think everyone believes in letting the young kids play. I think that's part of it. That's part of it. But we've seen Beatty, and you can't go into a season now after seeing what you've seen from him and just throwing third base to the Wolves or not under, you know, not... Supplement, you want to let the kids play? Fine. Go get a DH who can hit. Play the kids at third base. Give them some, uh, you know, uh, opportunities. But you can't just hand the team over to young kids who are unproven and unsuccessful in their run here. Like, it can't come at the ex- at the expense of winning all the time. Like, it, it just can't. So I'm impressed, and I'm, I'm, hap- I'm happy that they're going to have a nice couple of days to celebrate the Mets. But... And I'm happy that the general manager or, or president of baseball operations is out there telling you they expect to be a playoff team. I, I don't I, – I, he might have that expectation because the lineup could be good and the guys they signed are going to do this and that. I, one, I really – honestly, I don't believe he has that expectation, nor do I think the team is held to such. And we'll see. If they're not willing to do it now, like unless this team is off to just a, a rip-roaring start and they have an excellent first half – If they're just in the mix, what do you expect this team to do at the trade deadline? 